I clutched my pearls the whole time I read this book. I'm like hooked. I was on the edge of my seat. I leaned forward. Five stars, baby. Welcome to Books in the City Pod. <laughs> Welcome to Books in the City Podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Libby. I'm Becky. I'm Kayla. And we are four friends that met on the book internet and now we, we talk about books in real life and also still on the internet. <laughs> I think I nailed that. And this is the best episode of the year. <laughs> Libby is like on the edge of her seat. We're all super excited. So for the past couple of years around the holidays, we have a Secret Santa episode. And uh, should I explain the rules now or later? Later. We can save it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have a special Secret Santa episode for you today. It's always fun. <laughs> Whoa. It's always dramatic. It's always chaos. It gets crazy. So and Kayla buckle already up. has said she's got I'm a lot oh, I always come into these ones fired up. Okay, and wait. <laughs> just explain it now because okay. I, feel like I will explain it now. So what happened is um we like got assigned a name and through a third party. Person. Shout out to Nicole, Nicole our <laughs> illustrator, you know, and love our, and Santa. our secrets and a broker. Um, <laughs> and she like sent us someone else's name who we picked out a book for. So we each picked out someone else's book today. So we'll talk about the book that was picked out for us. And then, but what, when we picked out the book, we tell Nicole, we tell Nicole and then Nicole tells us yeah. what our book is. Yeah. So we don't know who assigned the book to us. Yeah. We don't we know don't what know anyone else is reading, what anyone else is reading. Yeah. We it's don't know who had who. We don't talk about it really. Yeah. This year, I mean, in the past, I feel like we've hinted. Last year, I told you I DNF'd it, and you had assigned it to me. <gasps> yeah. No spoilers. <laughs> wow. Why can't I recall last year at all? So part of me is like, <laughs> did we always do this on Zoom? Is this the first one in person? No. Last year. No. We last did it in year person. was last year. Yeah. Last year we did it You're here. Sitting in these exact and spots. Wow. It was also funny because it was another 500-page book <laughs> for Kayla <laughs> and, and Becky's face. What? So the rule is it has to be like 300-something pages. On Goodreads, mine said 300. When I read it, it was 400 for this, for this, for this, this year? year, too. Yeah, oh so three years in a row, I was given a 400-page wow. book. But I, when I even looked, too, on Goodreads, it said 300. So I'm assuming like the font in mine was just... Yeah, that's why big. You yeah, have I guess. Large but I was like, I opened. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just like, I feel like they made it Classic. up because they knew I had to read it for that this. Is so so they were like, Let's add pages. <laughs> Let's add. They pages. contacted the printer. But um, wow, great stuff. But uh, yeah, we come with evidence. Yeah, we have thoughts. We have suspicions. So the, so the structure is like, well, I'll talk about our book like we normally would, and then. In, once everybody's done talking about it, we make our guesses and yeah. we s share our evidence. And usually it's just all of us talking at the Yelling. same time. So good luck yeah. to you. <laughs> if you enjoy loud conversations, this one's for you. Um, <laughs> Best episode of the year. <laughs> but before that, we have some reminders. Yeah. The first one is um, you've heard us talk about it for the last couple episodes. But if you're in New York City um, between now and early January, Head over to Inc. 48 Hotel, which is on 48th and 11th in the city in Hell's Kitchen. They're having a book drive um, to support communities in New York City and on Long Island. And they're accepting books that are in good condition and don't smell funny <laughs> <laughs> and are less than 20 years old. They also have a really cool book tree. 
It's a tree, Christmas tree <laughs> made out of books. There's also a book menorah. Oh, oh so cute. that's fun. Go take a snap a pic, post it, drop off your book. Um, yeah, it's in the lobby, so it's open twenty four seven. It's true, and you can go up to their very chic roof bar. Ooh. Sounds fun. Just saying. Tis the season. This is the last normal format episode kind of four of us of the yeah of the year of the century well of, yeah. a, of yeah. us of us well yeah. yeah we'll officially like wrap all that up next week stay tuned um i kind of love that it's the secret santa one because i feel like i agree with libby this is my favorite episode of the year i know okay. it's yeah. just like it's more a special fun tradition yeah for sure tradition 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 <laughs> Uh-huh. Maybe anyway. maybe next year you'll have to come back for the Secret yeah. Santa episode. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Zoom in. <laughs> yeah, I can be a foreign correspondent. <laughs> um, yeah, clock me just like hello. <laughs> Only <speaking laughs> totally French. different accent. Um, no. Okay. So, anyways, all that to say, uh, I have one more book club that I'll be running, and um, my pick is the Violin Conspiracy by Brendan Slocum. Uh, uh, it's about a stolen violin. I picked it up on the bookstore crawl in October because some listeners were like, that's a great book. And you know what? I'm reading it now and it seems to be pretty fun. So um, if you want to hear my thoughts on it, uh, tune into Patreon on January 3rd, 2023. Hey, uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern time, probably. So, so stop by. I want to hear your thoughts on the violin conspiracy. Nice. And by now, it's too late to buy our merch for the holidays, but <laughs> you should still go buy it. So check it out. <laughs> Booksinthecitypod.com. It's linked in the show notes. It's linked on our Instagram. We've got some cute things. A beanie. Love that. Oh, well, the, so the link is like up forever so you yeah. can you can buy the merch whenever exactly my the spirit point. moves mm-hmm. yeah yeah give gifts all year round yep for valentine's day <gasps> coming yep. up to yourself totally yeah okay anyways oh this is probably the last one how are the fish <laughs> oh my god oh yeah the fish are like sobbing that they don't get to hang out with me anymore they were like emily's house was the best house <laughs> very clean and homey <laughs> she, never <laughs> she never neglected us so ever fair. who are you giving the fish to uh kayla because she loves animals right <laughs> <laughs> funny <laughs> <laughs> okay. just disclaimer that i always have to say in the whole world not just on this podcast i would never harm an animal i'm just not a fan of them okay. we're near me because when you say you don't like animals people are like you're a serial killer oh. i'm like no i just don't need an animal anywhere near me ever. who are you hanging out with well good thing these are invisible animals <laughs> um but yeah, that they're they're doing great and they're gonna miss me. Who wants to take care of them? Here they are. I'm plopping them down in the <laughs> on the autumn. Okay, what do they have to, to say? Who's today? gonna take over your role? <laughs> paper, scissors, rock, you guys. Why? Um, do you say it in that order? Rock, what? paper, scissors. I've always said paper, scissors, rock. That's unhinged. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Yeah. Always. Rock, paper, scissors. It's rock, paper, scissors. But anywho, that get is, to the point. That makes me 
sick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn, I'm a sip. You're also a paper, scissors, rock person. Um, the fish want to know, what's the weirdest white elephant gift you've ever gotten or received? I was thinking about this, and I feel like I should have an answer because we did white elephant gift exchanges a lot in youth group in, like, middle school. And oh. if there's any weirdos in the world... <laughs> It's the boys in, like, a youth group giving a white elephant <laughs> gift. <laughs> but I don't remember receiving anything from that. So, but I do remember a Secret Santa gift when I was a brownie. Oh. That ended a friendship. Whoa. <laughs> Your friendship with someone else? Yeah, she gave me, <laughs> it sounds so bad, but she gave me just, like, earrings from Claire's. And How dare she? <laughs> I know. No. <laughs> the fight started... Because I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I needed new studs. And then she like wa- like literally started to fight me. Because she's like, they're called stubs with a B. <laughs> what? <laughs> she's wrong. I was like, as if anybody knows me, if I know something to be true, there's no chance that I'm going to be like, okay, sure. So I was like, no, they're studs. So for like a long time, we fought over whether it was studs or stubs, and we were we were no longer friends after that. Wow! Not by wow. like a, any of us, either of us, probably saying I'm not gonna be her friend anymore, but just like literally, we were like, no, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. But we were like first grade for reference. It's pretty great Damn. that you liked the gift, and it was a fight of about semantics. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty great. That's yeah. pretty but classic that's first grader. Yeah. That's my story. Amazing. I'm sure I got like a toilet bowl cleaner or something in you. <laughs> right. Yeah. I have um, my family recently started doing white elephant at like our family Christmas. And I think the first year, <laughs> shout out to my aunt Nancy. She's the best. But I think maybe she didn't know what white elephant <laughs> is necessarily because she brought like junk from her basement or like extra (laughs) see that's what i always thought it was because that's definitely what we did in the youth group i think it's i guess that could be but i think like like so for example all the rsvps for her daughter's wedding was like (laughs) (laughs) and first of all it was like why did you save those and second (laughs) of all why is that your white elephant gift and one was like you know uh, like the manual for an old printer along with like like truly just stuff that sh- belongs in the recycling so that was funny wow and that's i would say the weirdest Is white elephant experience white elephant the one where you can steal it mm-hmm. i've only done that once and it was at work a few years ago and i don't know why like my boss randomly decides to do it this one year and never do it again <laughs> but i got what I ended up with was like fingerless gloves, but they had like <laughs> fur on them. Like they're very chic. They're from uh, Saks. But I actually, it was perfect for me because that office was freezing. Ooh. So I would like not be able to really type because my hands were always so cold. Oh, perfect. So I ended up with the gloves and it worked out. Wow. That just yeah. reminded me at one of a former job, we did one at work and it was, but it was movie themed. So it was like bring a gift based on your favorite like holiday movie the amount because it was mostly men on that team the amount of like nerf guns that were brought and they were like this is for um die hard my favorite christmas movie (laughs) oh my god i can't oh Oh, that's funny we used to do secret santa in my office like at my old job and before covid and we were like a small company and we were all very close and it was so 
much fun and like you would leave it on the person's desk and then kind of like secretly watch them open it and like we all knew each other so well so the gifts were like very thoughtful and sweet and it was like it was really nice and then we just never went back to working like that after covid wow. and then i left so nice <laughs> yeah our white elephant at work gets pretty heated because people like steal like you know right. you can steal from someone who opened it previously but i don't remember like anything really sticking out as a negative thing i just remember there was like a pouch for markers circulating that like <laughs> opened up and had like a mouth and it had eyes and it was clearly meant for five-year-olds and i was like oh thanks <laughs> like it wasn't bad i was just like oh i was never gonna use this did someone steal it uh no i got to take that um beautiful thing home with me do you still have <laughs> it uh probably not i think i threw it out mm. or something uh one time though uh loved family member gave me an actual toothbrush for actual christmas oh i used to get a toothbrush every year in my stocking my mom always oh, got us a really? new toothbrush yeah wow yeah. i was like 10 as well fun. which is uh, yeah but i was 10 so i was like you know i could use a toy or something one year my <laughs> mom <laughs> acting as santa put coal in our stockings but it was like it was actually candy it was oh, supposed yeah. to look like coal did you guys cry and i mean i i knew like obviously <laughs> i wasn't getting coal but my sister she will never listen to this so i can say she was like not the best behaved kid for a portion of <laughs> our lives and it was always like my mom would say to her like you're gonna get coal like knock it off and so we get this like fake coal but she she was the only one that liked the candy <laughs> so then she literally got all of our coal and she would just <laughs> like funny. eat it all day that's, that's so funny yeah hilarious oh, i love that good answers all around white elephant yeah I'm not doing anything like that this year. I know. I just was like, maybe I should like start it at my office, but it's, it's going to be too They're late. doing it at mine, but I chose not to do it. Mm. Yeah. Well, I guess we should explain for li- listeners that haven't played like a white elephant gift exchange. Usually if you want to participate, you like bring something to the table. It's under like a price range. Yeah. And then they're all wrapped up and people just like pick a present based on like a the- number order. Y- yeah. In numbered order. Someone grabs a present from the pile and then you can kind of like swap amongst them. It's supposed to be like a very low pay threshold so that people aren't like giving iPads away or whatever. Well, on Real Houses of Atlanta last year, it was like the amount they're supposed to give us a lot of money and there's like Gucci bags, and like expensive things in there. And then one girl showed up with like, I don't remember what it was, but it had to have cost like $20. And amazing. they were all like, why? Because <laughs> like everyone else got like Ooh, amazing you know gifts except for that one person. See, like it's the not, genius. It's not good either way if you go over or under. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to stick but it out. It should be on like an even playing field. It should. Field. It yeah. should. Because I think at that um, one at work, like the VP on the team like got like AirPods or something yeah. and like threw Ooh. it in there. And then also, and I think he did that actually because his actual gift was like a signed script what? of like one of the Christmas movies. Wow. I think it was actually like, what's, is it Love Actually? Is that <laughs> Probably, a Probably, yeah. I Cute. think it was that. And then it hadn't arrived yet. That's or cool. And so he went and got AirPods because he was like, my gift isn't going to get here. And then it got, because like the office building that we worked in, like, there's a lot of floors so it takes a while for like the mail to get from like the sorting room up to the office anyway 
it came like right at the end of the like party and then when he handed it out he was like so excited about it it ended up being fake autographs but anyway wow i mean still <laughs> real airpods and yeah. i would be like anyway here are my big pens <laughs> that i got them from my storage drawer. i just realized i completely misremembered that thing at work it wasn't a white elephant we were all given a number because the gifts you just reminded me because like i got gloves but people ended up with like an alexa speaker like they were of varying prices but we all picked oh. a number out of a hat and each gift was numbered and that was your so, price point? wow no so you got like whatever the each gift. gift was like numbered one through 15 and then you picked out of a hat number one through 15 and you got that gift oh um, that's an interesting yeah. way to do it yeah hmm. well there you go should we get into the 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 madness? The time. Time. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go first. Right? Well, I want to say or no. Okay. Yes, I have. Cool. I don't have any clue at all. I don't either. Yeah. And this is where I'm going to gather my evidence. Well, I, this, I was just going to say, this is what I fucking hate because now I'm going to be so self-conscious when everyone's talking of how I'm behaving because I'm like, everyone's going to be looking at me. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to go in the other room for the whole thing. <laughs> no. I also can't. don't remember what I gave my person. So oh. like, <laughs> are you okay? She's going to throw like a, <laughs> what? it's going to be a wrench in the plans. Uh, okay. So through so process of elimination. what if somebody just says anything? What? Yeah, what if I just say a book and people are like, I didn't get that And you're like, maybe that, or you know who you have still? Oh, I know who I have, yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) I just don't remember what I gave them, so it's going to be a surprise regardless. Okay. Whoa. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Unhinged behavior already. (laughs) Um, Okay, I'll lead with the pick that someone got for me. (laughs) All the Lovers in the Night by um, Miko Kawakami, and it was translated from Japanese by Sam Bett and David Boyd. So I have a feeling that whoever picked this out <laughs> chose it because now I'm going to make extreme eye contact. Obviously, they yeah, chose it. Like, looking around. You know that they chose it. Because, oh, <laughs> because I read Heaven by um, the same author and reviewed it for the podcast. And I. You, you have not looked at me once. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you're putting a lot of eye contact my way. I have some suspicions. (laughs) Because... I wish we filmed this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Because listen to this. Listen to this. Fuyugo is a freelance, like, proofreader. So she works in publishing. Are you talking about the book or about, Yeah, the book. This is a description of the book. Okay. (laughs) I literally only thought this author had the two books, Heaven and Breasts and Eggs. Wow. What a a convincing lie, Libby. So she works in proofreading. When did this come out? Um, it was translated like this year or last year, but it came out in Japanese in 2011. And uh, so she is a um, a freelance proofreader. She lives in Tokyo. She's 34. She lives by herself, and she's very fucking lonely. And the most exciting thing in her life is she takes a walk at midnight through the winter streets on Danger. her birthday. Um, oh. no, she on her birthday only? only? Yeah. Oh. Only on very her birthday. I smell snow. Yeah. To be honest, I was like, oh, that's kind of a fun tradition. Um, and then one day she walks by a window and feels like she's so disappointed in her life that she wants to make more like interpersonal connections. So thank you, whoever thought of me (laughs) a lonely woman (laughs) okay we should say though that 
we didn't have to read the book we were signing right. to anyone yeah that's true that's true um so you're like looking in the plot for clues and that's not where the clues <laughs> yeah i don't think anyone, no i have a suspicion that that someone <laughs> picked it out because um either they're an active goodreads user or they <laughs> like remembered that i had talked about this author. i'm cracking up at emily's okay. like eyes like darting around. <laughs> or you literally read so much translated yeah, japanese do. i do <laughs> so i don't think it's really a stretch it's <laughs> gonna be any, any normal episode if you do anyone do i detect a hint of defensiveness <laughs> <laughs> i'm being looked at a lot okay. <laughs> hold like your evidence for the end down. okay okay to be honest i love this book. i would die it was actually living. a really it was a really great pick um i also it came up on like some like reels of like I, I forget what they had binned it as but like books to read on a train at midnight or something oh, like something very specific yeah, yeah it was like a vibey it made it on some like midnight vibe like book energy and i think that's a good description like it just feels like a very like contained story about this woman who is really relatable and i think a lot of us like career-esque type people get in a place where you put so much of yourself into your career and then like you start to question like how much is my career giving back to me so I think that's kind of where she's at um and she like meets this person at a community center who she has maybe like a romantic relationship with or she feels like an interpersonal connection it does feel very similar to like the tone of other like japanese books that i've read in this kind of vein of like the lonely career woman like convenience store woman a little bit or um diary of a void i also read and it like reminded me of that but it had really beautiful writing and it has the best like first line of a book i've read in a while and a really good last line and there was just a lot of good quotes it reminded me of like for the fans of like midnight rain or like (laughs) i was gonna say were you listening to midnight (laughs) (laughs) it felt like that right like or I wanted to watch like Lost in Translation mm. while I was reading this or um, just like poetic writing, I think. A lot of people would like this. I like it better than Heaven. So, yeah. I w- good pick, guys. I think it's a five out of five for me. Wow. I enjoyed it. Oh. How many it. pages? It was 221, which was also oh, wow. an excellent pick for Emily. <laughs> 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 because <laughs> I was worried I wouldn't finish it. I started it like yesterday. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was worried I wouldn't finish mine either. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it was really nice. The UK cover for this is like so great. Um, What's it called? All the lovers in the night. Oh, and before we switch it over, I do want to give a content warning for sexual assault. It was a pretty like. I don't think the character understood that it was sexual oh. assault or she uh. didn't speak about it that way, but it definitely was. So it was a pretty vivid scene. So if that's a like trigger for you i i wouldn't necessarily read this mm. so yeah is there like more plot or um or it's just kind of like it's kind of like vibes like she <laughs> it's vibes <laughs> it's kind of just vibes living uh, <laughs> no i mean she she kind of like wants to find things that like bring her meaning so like she doesn't know how to fill her time so like at first she starts like drinking to pass the time and then she like realizes like kind of becomes like not not good for her she goes to like a community center which is how she finds this man um to like take classes because she's a proofreader so she started like proofreading 
the community center's catalog for like i don't know like misprints basically and then she was like oh maybe i'll try and take one of these classes but she has really bad um she seems to be a character that has like really bad social anxiety um because like a lot of times when she wanted to talk to someone new she like felt really nauseated nauseated (laughs) not nauseous um or like there was a lot of vomit in this i was not expecting it oh and um (laughs) just like she had a really hard time like getting the words out and she there's like two or three characters she talks to that are there she works with like this woman who's like a high achieving like copy editor who like gets her to work freelance and she's just like a very opinionated lady she's like i don't need no man (laughs) that kind of thing um yeah i mean it's a really like interior like book where you kind of had to realize oh this is someone who's like looking for meaning in their life and it is really relatable i like earmarked a lot of my pages because that's what i do because i'm a monster i bend the pages for quotes that i like so i enjoyed it yeah i think uh if oh and the last thing i wanted to say is it was weirdly wintry it was like weirdly Christmassy. they talk about like christmas lights just like really good descriptions of like a rainy night scene where it's like the fairy lights are kind of like shimmering on the wet pavement that kind of thing or like um their her birthday's in the winter so it's kind of like she's looking forward to the winter and Mm. yeah it's like a wintry almost like christmasy book so i'm into this year books that are not about christmas but are Christmas books if that makes sense yeah what's an example like this is not a book but like I think of Evermore as a Christmas album well that's crazy that now is. my hackles are raised because in my <laughs> book the character keeps saying Evermore is a Christmas album that, this is like a thing online because of Tis the Damn Season right suspicions. yeah and I th- it came out like December, I think. Yeah, but it isn't know. because she. Well, to me it is, and that's all things. that matters. Whoa! Um, <laughs> I, I'm listening to it around Christmas, but I like always in December in those like romance books that are like, the cover looks Christmassy. Oh yeah, but it's not about Christmas, but it's taking place during Christmas. Like uh, that a makes small sense. part of the book takes place at Christmas, uh, but it's a yeah. lot like more than that. And there's a thriller I'm actually planning on reading this week, and I saw someone post today and was like, "This is actually like a Christmas thriller because it takes place like over Christmas, mm. but Christmas isn't uh, like Santa's not killing them." I think. Oh, <laughs> hopefully. Not. Or but there is that new movie, Violent Night. Yeah, so, right. You never know. Funny. Yeah. So five stars. Yeah. Nice. All the lovers in the night. Mm. Well, I was given a Christmas rom com, so. You can understand why I'm looking at Kayla. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. Who's next? Mm. Lemmy's next. Yeah, I said just- <laughs> Evermore is a Christmas album before today. We've had this conversation. It's just weird that that's in this book. Three that times. is weird. It's already because it's true. That's why. I've never heard that once until I read this book. Okay, well, I have no Christmas rom coms on my TBR this year, so maybe I'll add one now. What is she lying? Okay, my <laughs> book was called. Oh. Is that water? Oh, remember when Emily used to have a glass of red wine, like teetering on the edge of the couch (laughs) of your pristine white couch? (laughs) Yeah, great. Never forget. (laughs) 
It is funny that we used to drink. I like mean, <laughs> I kind of could go for a glass of wine. <laughs> uh, well, you're shit out of luck <laughs> yeah. in this apartment. I have some alcohol-free rosé. <laughs> Yum. I have kombucha. Okay, I read a book called Kiss Her Once for Me. Oh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> Libby just like, pulls a Taylor Swift, actually, and just says something and stops and stares and looks around. Does Taylor Swift do that? When she, like, she'll sing you one should word. She's your number oh. one artist. <laughs> <When she's, laughs> yeah. I should. The amount of airtime she's getting on this episode. Like, yeah. Honestly, we're probably yeah upping the minutes for her. Well, she kind of is mentioned in this book a bit. Oh. <laughs> like a lot. Fascinating. Um, by Allison... <laughs> Cochran or Cochran Cochran <laughs> anyway I don't know how to pronounce the author's last name okay so um it's a holiday rom-com and it's gay so I'm it that doesn't similar to your translated Japanese books I, it's like not a stretch you know that I would anyway so now I'll just have to like make my guess is known later okay like all of us <laughs> save save the okay. evidence so this book so it takes place christmas 2022 oh which is wild and then like right now the future now the future yeah yeah, yeah. this time yeah no the first day is like not to talk about taylor swift again but i think december 13th <laughs> wow which is also my brother's birthday but anyway wouldn't it be wild if she picked out all our books for us Okay, if Emily. <laughs> <laughs> so Mastermind. The yeah. actual um, book starts one year earlier. So it's last Christmas, Christmas 2021. And we meet our two main characters. There's um, a girl named Ellie and a girl named Jack, short for Jacqueline. And they, this like prologue kind of thing that starts the book off is set on christmas eve on 2021 it's these two girls meeting for the first time but it's like coming from a web comic so and it's like a description i think the this web comic is like episode eight and so you're like kind of thrown into this and you're like wait what's going on but it's clearly like a first date kind of situation between these two girls on christmas eve in portland online. oregon no but it, it's being published online as like a web comic fanfic type thing Sorry, not you know I'm what confused. I mean. Wait, I'm so is so this confused. book a web comic? No, I'm not Fan really doing justice. Oh, Taylor Swift. So this girl Ellie is an animator for her career. Okay. And she also has a really bad um, anxiety, and sometimes when she's like fighting her anxiety, her one of her personality traits is to like draw these comics, mm. and she's like constantly oh. like drawing as a way to just like process her emotions and whatever so this start to the book this prologue thing is like a web comic that she's been publishing to like a fanfic type site mm, okay. recapping this christmas eve 2021 if that makes sense got it the comic is about the meeting okay, of her okay. and jack that day i'm back on track on christmas eve so flash forward she's and sorry, in this flashback, you learn that these two girls just met that day in Powell's bookstore in Oregon. It was like a meet cute. They were oh. reaching for the same um, graphic novel. And then they've, it's like one of those rom-com once in a lifetime type things where they're like, should we spend the day together? And then, so this, at this point in the 
comic they're on like hour nine together or something and yeah so then flash forward to this christmas season and we're with ellie again but she's like depressed alone no longer has her dream job at this animation studio she's working in this coffee shop and she's like really broke and stressed about money and um kind of refers to this like mystery woman jack from last year but in a way where it was like oh that didn't end well or like oh "Oh, that wasn't they're no longer in each other's lives alluding to a bad breakup well more alluding to like it was just that day but it didn't matter to jack like it mattered Uh, to ellie kind uh. of thing so and sorry the other thing about last christmas um, which also Christmas like carols are a big part of the book, and so like last Christmas. The Every song time you said last Christmas, uh, I want to yeah. continue like the, the song. wham. Yeah, yeah. Oh. George Michael, which is oh. Libby's least favorite. I don't like oh, yeah. how he says "gav." You, <laughs> <laughs> my heart. Well, there's but always anyway. the Glee version. Yeah, which is <laughs> also good. in this book. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. No. Did you say Kaylee? Glee? I've, I've never read this book, so stop Kayla's looking like, at me as this. if I knew all of the references. I post every single book that I read. So you will know you would know if I Do read you hear it. the defense. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's not a mystery. <laughs> I okay. haven't read it. Okay. Our um, eyes are big saucers right now. <laughs> <laughs> because I know that we're all pointing fingers, and there's these coincidences in this book. Well, no, I, no, no, no. Hold on. Pointing fingers is a negative thing. We're not pointing fingers. No, 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 no. You were being. Lo- I'm being looked at. Your Honor, <laughs> the witness <laughs> is acting up. Sorry to look at. Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being looked. <laughs> okay anyway so as if you weren't the biggest starer yeah. <laughs> so that another part of this christmas this magical christmas whirlwind date that she had with this woman is also that it was like snowing which is a rarity in portland it was like this snowstorm and she was like anything's possible on a snow day so she, ellie's like very like romantic whimsical um i found her sometimes kind of annoying but she was also <laughs> very funny so that's good but yeah so cut to present day yeah i already said she's like struggling sad not doing well um she works at this coffee shop and one day the like landlord guy who owns the building that the coffee shop is in comes in and he's like this she calls him like a burberry ad he's like tall and handsome and like whatever and they're talking a little bit and he overhears her like venting about how she's just like having a hard time and she's alone and blah 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 and he's like hey like i'm not having the best day either can i should can we go do you have plans after work like can we grab a drink so they do and that's when she finds out that he just his day is bad because he just found out that his recently passed grandpa wrote this stipulation into his will at the last second Uh-oh. that doesn't allow this guy Andrew to receive his two million dollar inheritance until Jeez. he gets married. That's a plot in the dating plan. Oh really? They fake date because he want he needs to get his inheritance. Well, so you might know where this is going. Andrew needs to get a married. Wife. Yeah. And he and Ellie are at this bar and like commiserating with each other and it's also funny because she's just like um I have $28 to my name so like this is and so he's like wait 
well, what if I offered you 10% of my inheritance? Would you? Because she was like, you're handsome. Anyone would like marry you just so you could get whatever. And he's like, well, would you? And so. Well, wait a second. If you're getting married, go for half of the inheritance. Yeah. Right? It's like. That's extreme. It feels. Don't but 10%, 10% to marry somebody that you're not interested in at all. $200,000? No, that's not enough. But Libby, out of $2 million that you know is. Anyway, there. they come to an agreement <laughs> drunkenly in this bar. Libby would do it based <laughs> on her reaction. It's $200,000. I'm just saying go high. Well, oh, and sorry. She her, could forget her rent. he said that and then. Well, it's we're not talking. Okay, her rent's about to be increased, so she's like worried about eviction. She also has. It's been established that like she has this kind of toxic relationship with her mom, who has tons of credit card debt and like Uh. only calls when she needs her to Venmo her money and stuff. Mm. Okay, so it's she's kind of in like a desperate, like backed into a corner, and she doesn't want to do it at all. She's like, I'm not marrying someone for money, whatever. But then they keep drinking too much and turns out wake up the next morning nothing happened but she's like in his bed and there's this napkin with a marriage agreement that like terms of their and they bought this like zirconium what's it called you know like the fake diamond ring and so she's like no i was drunk that's crazy whatever eventually talks herself into it i think i'm talking about this too long sorry anyway part of the deal to be convincing about this fake marriage is that she has to go with him to his family's cabin um for christmas and they've got to like learn about each other obviously and um yeah and then go to this christmas and how long did they like, stay married one year okay that's it okay i would do it this is like <laughs> the proposal yes yeah. yeah so except for there's no immigration like involved fall in love. so she goes to the cabin and of the girl his from the sister bookstore. I knew I knew you were going to say it was the sister and it's Jack from Powell wow. she didn't know that her full name was Jacqueline he's talking about his sister Jacqueline blah blah oh. blah wow. so she's trapped in a house for eight days with her fake fiance and his sister who she f- has strong feelings for but something happened the previous christmas that we don't know yet obviously you find out as you read that makes things tense between them and like uh, not and good. his whole family thinks they're married for real they're engaged or for just real. the grandpa yeah. doesn't know grandpa's, grandpa's dead. dead oh right grandpa definitely doesn't <laughs> grandpa's got a will <laughs> no everyone yeah grandpa grandpa does know, actually grandpa's <laughs> gone um but Rip. no everyone and he's adamant like you cannot tell anyone in my sister but or in my family but especially not my sister which that's also explained later mm. because okay and the reason i i felt like this book really pulled it there were so many things that i was like that i don't sorry this book has a lot working against it for tropes that I dislike. The first thing that I hate is like a simple miscommunication being the point of like contention. So as I'm reading, I'm like, Ellie and Jack had a dumb miscommunication, but there is much more to it than that. And they address that. And that, so that part I thought was cleverly done. And then also sometimes in like rom-coms, I feel like the, um, conflict is just like really forced like mm. in this case on paper it would be like wait why can't we just 
let Jack know that it's a sham so that you can get this money and like she can just be in on it and Ellie can tell her her real feelings. But then there is a part, a reason that that can't work. And it's like a clever sticking point that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I really felt like it pulled it. Off. I pulled wow. it off, and it was so cute. Uh, I mean, you can imagine like all of the shenanigans that this leads to. But another part of it is like Ellie has been super starved for just like familial love because her mom is this like shitty person. Her dad's not in the picture. She doesn't have siblings. And Andrew and Jack's family is just this like very warm, like lovely group of people. And they're so cute and they have all these Christmas traditions and everyone like they like fight, but then they make up and like talk about it and stuff. And Ellie's just like, what? This is like how a family can be. And there's two grandmas because the grandpa had a first wife and then remarried and they're both like there and one of them is stoned all the time and then one is like having sangria at all hours of the day and they're (laughs) both just like sugar and it's really cute cute. yeah and I think that's all I wanted to say and what did you rate it yeah did you like it yeah I liked it a lot I gave it four stars oh yeah it gets a little steamy oh and sorry I should also say that as you're like going through the present you know, leading up to Christmas now, present day, you also get these flashbacks to the web comic. So you get like episode mm-hmm. one when they actually meet. Are and the comics actually in the book? No, it's just written. Oh. I know. That would have been cool. I know that, yeah, that would have been cool. But alas. Um, but anyway, so you see like Ellie and Jack's origin story and then like find out what went wrong and as you're seeing the present day like I love when romance books do that yeah it's also just like so fun thinking about you're like in a house and like they're a really wealthy family that's part of it obviously with the two million dollar inheritance and stuff but so it's like this huge house but um yeah there's just all these like circumstantial things where Mm. it's like I'm in a tight space with Jack again I need to like get out of this situation but also like uh, you know, it's like fun, funny chaos. Nice. Yeah, it's cute. I gave it four stars. Mm. Um, What's it called again? It's called. She <laughs> 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 uh, just, just looking around yeah. at all of us. Made eye contact with each of us. <laughs> I'm looking and learning. Um, it's called Kisser Once for Me by Allison. Cochran, do you know how to say that? No, I don't know. Don't ask. Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> it. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> well, now Emily's suspicious to me. Um, okay, Becky, who? What okay. was your s- choice? Um, I'm gonna try not to look at anybody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. So I my the book that was assigned to me is The Cloisters by. Katie Hayes, or maybe it's Caddy, like Caddy Herring. <laughs> oh, is it spelled C A D? It's K A T Y. I think it's Katie. <laughs> Caddy. <That's> Katie. Katie. <laughs> I think it's Katie. Anyway, it came out November 1st and of this year, of 2022. So did my book. Wow. <laughs> Everyone's. Okay. Anyway. And a new release. <laughs> I already said this. I have no idea. I literally have no idea who picked this for me. <laughs> um, but 
I bought this book like two days before we got our secret oh, Santa. Wow. No way. And then I was going to start reading it like just before I opened the like thing that said this is your book. Wow. That's crazy. So whoever my, su- my secret Santa is knows me. Um, <laughs> so <Pretty> and also <laughs> and also not to spoil the next episode that we do but this is probably my favorite book of 2022 wow holy shit yeah yeah so anyway (laughs) content warning before i get into it there is death of parents um that's kind of like a pretty big plot point and verbatim how i wrote it in my notes general death and sort of darkness because it's kind of got thriller energy but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Content warning for general darkness. General, <laughs> general darkness. darkness vibes. <laughs> yeah. So the main character is Anne Stillwell, and she just finished college, and she had studied Renaissance art, um, and she's going to New York City to work in an uh, associate's program at the Met. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just <laughs> okay. <laughs> she said, "I'm not gonna look at anyone." No, just pause it. And eye contact with you. Yeah. Because it was because out of the corner of my eye, I saw <laughs> Emily like react so anyway I'm I'm like, like, did I <laughs> emily's like the scapegoat of this episode everybody's like that's hey. what i meant that you like can't move like you normally would everyone's looking at everyone's you. watching anyway so she is gonna work at this associate program it feels like it's kind of like a summer internship vibe um and she already kind of feels like the odds are stacked against her she went to like a very random school in like i think she's from washington state i don't remember exactly but um somewhere like in the pacific northwest and all the other people in this program are from like yale or harvard or whatever and so she feels kind of like already like i don't have like a world-renowned like mentor from school and then as soon as she arrives the person in charge of like this program pulls her aside at the orientation and is like hey the curator that you were going to work under like moved to italy so we don't really have a place for you (laughs) and then as she's about to like leave and be like well i guess i need to go look for a restaurant job because i'm not moving back to you know where i'm from because her mom is like grieving over the loss of her father and like is the mom is grieving over the loss of the mom's husband but the character's father and she's like a mess like the house hasn't been cleaned since like he died like just a mess and she feels very much like i want to get away from her so she's like okay i don't have this associate program anymore let me find a restaurant job and then this man walks into the room before she leaves and is like i need help at the cloisters like can i use her so for those of you who aren't familiar, the clo- Cloisters is like an extension of the Met, and it's very, very far uptown. And hey. <laughs> I wrote even farther <laughs> than Harlem in northern Manhattan. <laughs> hey. <laughs> is it? But, yeah, yeah. it's even I've farther up than Washington Heights. Where yeah. is it? It's like it's like the most in north. north. It's like kind of really oh, far up. That's why I've never been. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've never been to it either, but from what I know and from the pictures I've seen, it f- apparently feels like you're not even in the city. Like, if you Google it, it looks like Roman. Oh, you guys Roman. should know. So I would beautiful. like to go, yeah. yeah. It's like Roman like looking columns and stuff like that. Um like gardens. Yeah. It's like Game of Thrones <laughs> vibes. And the gardens have an important piece in this book, but I like I'm at a point where I can barely tell you anything. But <laughs> 
So yeah, so she goes to the cloisters and she finds out that the curator is obsessed with finding the first ever tarot deck that's been used for divination from the Renaissance period. So Anne like dives into this work, but then she quickly finds out like the curator and the coworker that she's working with, Rachel, are like really deep into this. Like and not even in like a really hard work level, but like a spooky w- level. Um, for example, mm. one night, one day, one morning, she's working in the library and she like finds candle wax like on the table. And then the curator that she's working with comes up and is like talking to her. And in the conversation, he like got the candle wax off the table and she was like, where'd it go? And so she's like, something fishy is going on with these two. So as she starts digging into it, she kind of gets pulled into it as well. And I don't really want to spoil pulled it. Pulled into the... T- the dark looking arts. for the tarot or doing it kind of the like mystery the the i can't say oh, but like okay. getting really into tarot like because she goes okay. into it being like yeah the art of like a, the original tarot deck is like something that i'd really love to like you know find for the art but you mean the like the <coughs> actual art like the painting the, the, on yes, the, the card. art on the card okay. and like the artifact, not like the, the art, art as in craft of tarot, right? Or but something. the but the coworker and the curator are very obsessed with the art of. Well, actually, specifically, the curator is very obsessed with the art of like divination and like telling the future through tarot cards, yeah. and so she goes into it kind of like not believing in it, and then as she starts to learn more, she starts to like learn more about the divination end of it, and I don't want to say much more because i went into this like super unknowing i just i barely even read the inside cover when i bought the book i had just seen it and been like oh i'm interested but i was really happy with reading this book obviously because i told you it's my favorite so like i guess i do have to say like as you're learning more about these people that she's working with the various characters at the cloisters you start finding out that not only are they interested in this art of tarot both the artistic quality and the art of the reading. Um, some of them may not be who they seem. Ooh. And dun, dun, yeah, dun. I literally, so I f- started this like before going away for Thanksgiving and I finished it on the plane ride and I literally gasped <gasps> audibly oh. at the ending of this book and I had to sit there like mouthing, oh my God to myself for a solid minute after finishing it and like just sit there silently and take it in it was so good and it's like it's filled with art history and tarot and poisonous plants and messy romance potentially and i wrote general deviousness Mm. so yeah and i give it five very big stars yeah i mean i should have known it's gonna be five stars yeah it was so good i have this but i didn't know what it was about so now it's so exciting. good huh. Interesting. i'm interested to know your thoughts on the ending because i did read a goodreads review after that was like oh the ending was like not good and i'm like what because huh. i thought it was insane anyway well everyone's strong opinions what'd you say everyone has different opinions totally but that's why i want to know what you think yeah because <laughs> <laughs> of the thriller vibe hmm, mm. hmm. 
Mm, indeed. Anyway, that was The Cloisters <laughs> by Devious. Katie Hayes. <laughs> by Katie Hayes. Who likes Katie? Katie or Caddy? <laughs> Could be Caddy. Caddy. Yeah. <laughs> it could be Lindsay it. Lohan. <laughs> the Cloisters by Katie yeah. Hayes. All right. Okay, so I just said about that about opinions because... I for the second year running DNF. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh no. And I hate it. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> but this is a very well loved book. Oh my and god, what is it? I was getting messages and it's like we all, everyone has different opinions. Like I'm sure I talk, gush about books in here that you you listening, whoever, could like pick up and then you hate it. Like it's not a big deal. We don't have to like the same books. So was this I, you put on your story? Yeah, I read Anxious People. If I I half read mm. Anxious People by Frederick Backman. Okay, mm. I have a history with this book though that no one knows. So this oh. came out in 2020, like height of COVID times. I was quarantined with my mom, and this was sent to me. And I hadn't even read Bear Town yet, but it was like like Frederick Backman, like all of our bookstagram. Everyone loves his books, whatever. And I did love Bear Town a lot. Like I've covered it on the podcast. And I just like couldn't bring myself to pick it up. And then I eventually finally came to the decision that I was like, I am never going to read this. So I donated my copy. So did Nicole tell any of you what happened with me? Mm -mm. Okay. So she made, she said the elf can make the rule. So she sent me this book and I was like, fuck, because I used to own it. And I was like, I didn't want to buy it. So she was like, well, there's another book that was given and oh. she sends me the second book and I was like I DNF that this summer oh. so then she sent me a third book oh my God. and I chose between that one and this and I gave this a shot and I I I have no notes I have bullet points but I wrote at the end of the day no one knows me like I know me and I just <laughs> knew I wouldn't like this book that's your housewife house tagline <laughs> That's true, but this also not true because one year, the Secret Santa got you right. Yeah, I was obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah. but I what mean that, that I book? I mean um, it was in a Tasha Lester. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it introduced me to her. Emily assigned it to me, and then she became one of my favorite authors. Well, but when I say that, I mean like, I knew I wouldn't like it. I got rid of it, and then like going mm-hmm. back into it, I was just like, okay, it's two years later. Like maybe it'll be different. Um, I'm an anxious person <laughs> like maybe I'll relate to this book but that didn't happen um, and also like when I when I make the decision to get rid of a book I don't ever think back oh shit like I should have kept it and like when I DNF books I don't ever pick them up again like they leave my house so like that's what I mean by like I know mm-hmm. what I will and won't like did you buy another copy so I was reading it on my iPad and I was so curious because I don't do that but I was like I wonder I was like, I bet you people might see I'm reading on my iPad and think this is my Secret Santa book. What do you mean, people? I don't know. <laughs> is this why it what? ended up being more Wait pages? Because yeah. it was on the yeah. iPad. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so the plot. Nothing happens in this book, and that's why I hated it. But basically, <laughs> the whole thing is that it's about a robbery slash hostage hostage situation so what happens is this person goes into a bank tries to rob it it's a cashless bank that's like a they talk about that forever they love to talk about the irony of there being no money at the bank to rob 
Um, and then the robber freaks out and runs across the street, I think because they saw like a cop on the street or something, and ends up in this apartment and it's like an open house viewing. And then the eight people in the apartment are the hostages. But it's like, so it's told from the perspective of the bank robber. Yeah, like how they got to that point. And then the cops trying to figure it out, their father and son, and they're like, they, the robber is missing. And like, they don't know how he got or he or she got out of the apartment. And like, there's blood on the floor. And they're like, these people know something, but they won't tell us what happened. And they're like, where is the robber? Like, this person has a gun. Like, they're like trying to find them. So they're interviewing all the people. And like, I made it halfway and just like, nothing was happening and I I just didn't like it and I said the same thing last year and last year I also went halfway usually I wouldn't go that far before DNFing but like Mm. I literally like the thought of having to pick it up again after work I was like I don't want to read and that's when I know like Mm. I shouldn't be reading the book so I I put it down um and then I posted that I DNFed it and I got so many messages of people also saying that they did not like this book and they don't understand <laughs> like the way I feel like I don't get it the people that loved it um author Megan Collins friend of the pod she messaged me she's like I also didn't like this one and I as an anxious person I feel like oh. I should have liked it I was like same I went into it I was actually having a really bad anxiety week so I was like maybe there will be some like words of wisdom or like like I didn't relate to anything happening in it I don't know what the anxiety part of it was about I guess if I was being held held up I would be anxious too yeah I don't know I didn't get it um and whatever and if you liked it I'm happy for you like good for you I can't relate but (laughs) we all like we don't I also got messages from people that were like devastated that I didn't like it and it's like we don't all have to like the same books that's like the fun of all of this yeah. so yeah and I loved Beartown so it's not that I don't like his writing style because I've read Beartown in the first sequel um I didn't read the latest one yet but yeah do you I, think you will read it so uh, Beartown it's like I have other thoughts on that because so the first Beartown the book I thought wrapped up like it's a beautiful book and like I didn't really see the need for a sequel but it followed Benji who is my favorite character a bit more so I read the sequel I also loved it but I actually like I didn't keep the sequel I like just didn't feel the need to have it and then when I heard a third one was coming out I was like what like it's oh it's it was over in the first one like Mm. it should be over and it's huge Mm. like I don't know how many pages but I, I have it at my mom's house and it's like like it's giant and so I'm like mm. wow I don't I don't know I feel like I would like it because I like that story but that has like a plot and like characters that you're like emotionally attached to and this there was just like I was like what is going on and then this is what I do when I DNF when people message me about the DNF I'll ask them to tell me what happened so there was like one little twist and I was like oh that's good but like it wasn't worth it to me to have to like keep reading it mm. um hmm yeah, so that was well, there you go. half of Anxious People <laughs> by Frederick Bachman. I see. Wow. wow. Yeah. What were the other two books that were sent to you? Um, the, what was it called? I think it's A Dress of Violet Taffeta, which I really wanted to love that one. It's about, it's historical fiction about this real woman who was a fashion designer and then she was on the Titanic. 
And then the other one was, I think it's called Pursuit of Love by Nancy Mitford. And I had recently posted stories about how I was obsessed with the Mitford sisters. So I was like, oh, so whoever suggested this watched my, really watched my story. Wow. Which doesn't help, it actually doesn't help me because... I don't look at who viewed my story and <laughs> Libby's you can click clicking through. into her mic. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh. like, so <saw. laughs> Sorry. So yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, now is the time to submit your evidence to the Okay, so I like I really <clears throat> don't know, but for I had an initial gut reaction that it was Libby. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And then, though, the Mitford thing threw me off because I assume everyone just clicks through my stories and doesn't really watch it. But Emily recently, like, referenced something I'd said, like, deep into a story. So I was like, oh, Emily watched watched my story. (laughs) Emily's like, oh, do I? (laughs) Yeah, maybe sometimes. So I don't know. I think I'm going to go with my initial gut and say Libby which is based on absolutely nothing just the first thought I had when I saw it I was like oh maybe this was Libby okay mm. remember we're not revealing anything yeah. until yeah. everybody yeah. submitted their evidence every uh. time I'm like well I thought it was like I have like excuses for everyone yeah. no. I have a question who published the cloisters oh I don't know Simon and Schuster oh, okay I know because I work in publishing. (laughs) I think it was either Kayla or Becky who chose for me. I'm Mm. ruling you out. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) what's your evidence? (laughs) Yeah, you did enough staring at Emily (laughs) to deduce it wasn't her. No, well now you're like stumbling around. I'll say Emily has, for all three of us, had very enthusiastic reactions to everything, and she's thrown me off. The reason (laughs) I think. Well, I don't know if this is saying this is like, well, it's not spoiling anything. Emily's reaction to Kayla saying that she hated anxious people made me think that Emily chose anxious people for Kayla. (laughs) (laughs) But I know that makes it sound like I'm just trying to make it seem like I didn't choose anxious people. But uh, whatever, I'm just saying. So now I think it was reverse psychology. I'm just saying that's why I've ruled Emily. Libby's like ready to. I don't. It's this couch. I know it's this couch for me. Oh, interesting. Which only rules Becky out. Yeah, that's confusing. Huh. I think Caleb picked me. Picked mine. I see. Interesting. I think. Wait. We'll see. <laughs> I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I know. Wow. Becky can't make eye contact. <laughs> well, because yeah. my contacts yeah. are dry. Oh. Okay. It's like <laughs> every every year. I think Caleb chose for me. Okay. Because <laughs> I really being really sketchy. <laughs> I truly have no idea and like as I was reading it I like literally was like at first I was like oh it was probably Kayla and then I was like this really could have been Emily and then I was like no it really could be Libby and then I came to the conclusion that all three of you know me really well Uh and that I truly don't know but I kind of think the way Kayla was acting during mine and specifically at the end Hmm. I kind of feel like Kayla but your guess is interesting. <laughs> so I don't know. My guess in Kayla? Yeah. <sighs> well, was it you? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Did you say who you think? Emily? No, she no. hasn't. She hasn't submitted her I know. Well, every year I try to compile mm. it based on like what I think once I have everyone's books. Then I'm like, 
Who oh right, I think because picks the I know. Yes, and then process I do like process of elimination. Mm. So I kind of feel like Wait, Becky uh, chose Lippies, and that. Wait, you're you can't do it that way because you're going say to say who tell you who think you was you was and me. Okay, originally oh, yeah. my gut impulse was Libby. Oh, was it really? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell. And she was being a real sketch over there, so I still feel like this a was solid this amount of Emily the whole time. <laughs> Nobody can see this, but Libby is just looking out of the, the side of her eyes, like looking over her shoulder. At yeah, me. but okay, then so going back. Oh, okay. Using my my deductive skills as taught by Sherlock Holmes. I was like, I do think this is someone who has been looking at my want to reads. And when did I say I wanted to read this book? About the time on Goodreads that we were choosing books. Well, and that, that makes doesn't me feel like it could have been Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> We've all chosen Kayla. <laughs> well, I don't have Goodreads. Oh. Yeah, that's why you're not well, you're me not in the Well, me and Nicole the Elf. <laughs> We're working behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, to pick out no, the book for someone? That's I'm telling. That's overcomplicating telling. it. We were that's working telling. on mine because I was like, fuck, fuck. Oh. 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 Um, you're, yeah, yeah. your pick that you received. Oh, okay. gotcha. Well, okay. What? So, what's your Wait. final, everybody's final answer? What did you just say? I was joking. Like, yeah, I had everyone because me and Nicole the elf were in cahoots. Got oh. it. Oh. Because Which is you a joke. had to go back and forth for three yeah, picks. Okay. Mm. Which, to my knowledge, I don't think we've ever done that. No, there's been in the past, like, oh, they said that they've read that. Pick mm. a different one type thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last year, when mine was 400 pages, she was like, there is a backup. And I was like, I'll do it. Wow, somebody's <laughs> always choosing two for you. Damn. It's because Kayla yeah. reads the whole library of Congress. <laughs> 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 wow, that was really defensive there. Okay, final guess is yeah, Emily. Final go. Guess. I'm going to say Libby. Okay. Play it safe. I'm saying Kayla. I'm saying, fuck, I think I'm going to change it to Emily. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to say, I'm going to just switch things up. I'm going to say Emily. Nobody, wait, nobody oh. thinks Becky chose their book? <laughs> yeah, apparently not. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, I will say, <laughs> I will say last year, Kayla was like, it can't be Becky who has me because if so, she's a really good actor. And I was like, I am not a good actor. Yeah. And I did have you last year. Because the we reason? were at Sonia Morgan's show and I was like, I got a fucking 400 page book again. <laughs> and I, and I did action. <laughs> and she didn't react. And I, we weren't supposed to be talking about it. But it just came out. The reason I think I eliminated Becky is because when you said you forgot what you chose for someone, I feel like you would have forgotten that. I forgot that she said that. Emily's book for some reason. Well, should we reveal? Hmm. Or did you well, say? Did everybody say their final answer? Did you say? Just I changed mine to Emily. And hmm. Emily. Oh, yeah. And every, we just. Okay. Yeah. So are we revealing? Who are we starting with? Wait, should who'd you me? pick? Who did I pick a book for? No, no, no. no. Who's Who your did guess? you guess? Oh, she's she said Emily. Yeah, Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. Okay. So who's revealing first? Becky will reveal first. Okay, I had Emily. Wow. Wait, no, you didn't. What do you mean? No, you didn't. Wait, who who picked? 
Oh, oh, you had me. Oh, okay. <laughs> she fixed for you. <laughs> I, I was see, like, I, see. I didn't. Okay, uh, something. Um, I got confused. I got confused. Um, <laughs> so oh. I was wrong with my guess based on that weird reaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that fits. That fits. Damn it! I w- I felt so strongly about the Goodreads thing. Did you I not look like, at Goodreads? She doesn't have one. I can't it remember. Is so I you can still go predict. on the website. Like, I mean, you. Yeah, I think I did like, go on the website and search you, or uh, did I? I know because I don't know. I think what I did, I might have looked through your Instagram, possibly. I don't know, but I know I was like, I'm picking something translated. I just got to decide what. Ah, okay. Yeah, I felt like strongly that it was like someone was like looking through my want to read, and I was like, okay, it can't well be Becky can, because she doesn't have good. I can reads. definitely say I did not see that you wanted to read this book. Oh. I think I definitely did see somewhere in your internet footprint that you had read a book by this author. Ah. Oh, actually, I remember what I did because I was like, this is a translated from Japanese. She's talked about a trans many a translated from Japanese. Ah. So I went on the uh, Libby has all the book stock. Yeah. And I searched mm. on that for this author. And nice. then that's where I saw that you had already read a book by this author. Oh, nice. So I did not use Goodreads. Cool. <sighs> wow. Good pick. I enjoyed it. Who'd you have? I had Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> I was right, you guys. Okay, I. Well, I thought. I didn't know all the behind the scenes chat went. Because we had this, like, debate with nicole and i I was like i think i want to give her i didn't know you didn't finish that like historical fiction book because i was like oh that seems more up her alley it does seem very i don't think she'd like anxious people and then i was like well (laughs) and you gave it to me because i was like i know she's like read the author it doesn't seem like an obvious Mm. choice but i know she read the author so i was like I'm going to go for a non-obvious choice that she might like, but I don't feel like she might love because then she'll be like, give it a try type thing. Because I was like, if you do, because I was like, if I do like a historical fiction, like I already recommended it to you. You already did the one last year and I did the one the first year and I was like, that just feels like, let's mix it up. So then Mm. we were like back and forth with Nicole. And yeah, I did want to, so actually I didn't know that you posted about the Midford people in your story. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Then how'd you pick that? I was on my personal instagram and someone was like or my bookstagram and someone had just reviewed the nancy midford book and they were like it reminded me of downton abbey and i was like oh, oh. i wonder if she would like it but it's like i literally old read book. a book about nancy writing that book oh in november so you but you had the choice between that one yeah. and anxious people you didn't want to read I it i don't really i don't you like, don't, I don't read, read like classics old i don't do yeah. well with like old books and i was like i don't want to like slow myself down because yeah, part reading. of all i was confused like i thought that was with clever Nicole, i was like and there's like a movie with Lily James. She could watch the movie. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I was like, but Nicole was like, I don't know if she'll read like the old book. <laughs> so that's how it all went down. So I wasn't surprised to see Anxious People because I loved Bear Town. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was my was book club book. I talked about it on part here. Of the I don't rationale. think I'm an anxious person. Okay. So I was like, I thought that Libby had kayla during the talk wow about it because of the way she like just sat there with her face like in shock <laughs> and not saying a word i was like oh she picked it for her and she's Ooh. like sad about libby's it. face doesn't no i picked the clusters you. you did wow yeah. oh that's oh. what i wanted to ask because i was like i thought it was you libby for a second that's why i asked about the publisher but 
it's it not. probably c- it was my friend jenna yeah okay which i shared about her yeah successes. i thought i was like <laughs> yeah i thought i was like seeing on like the publisher corner of my internet oh yeah that was a little risky i guess i did do that i, almost I had no idea out. i'm telling you like I, that's why i changed my guess at the last second because like i had no idea as i told i'm telling you as i was reading this i was like truly any one of them could have picked this wow so great job thanks i didn't even know about the tarot thing in the book until i well like i knew obviously the cloisters part and like the art part but then i was reading the description and i was like tarot and i was like that has to be the one wow the sentence i said just didn't make sense yeah. <laughs> so you know no I mean? like art history tarot there was also s- sailing in it too i forgot oh, to mention wow. there was sailing in the book wow yeah pretty i was like what the heck i want to read that it was written for you. So yeah. I had Livy, but I, guess, I wow. didn't read it. So I didn't know there would be all that these things that would point weird. to me. It literally in <laughs> twice in the book and then once in the acknowledgments, she's like, Evermore is a Christmas album. <laughs> wow. I literally she's, knew nothing about what it was about, except it was like a gay Christmas rom-com. But yeah. I, when I got assigned to you, I was like, oh, I feel like this is kind of hard because you read like all over the place. So I was like, that's true. Like, I just I didn't I didn't know what to do. And then I must have like seen a post of that book that day. And I was like, oh, when we get offered books to review, I'm the one who like handles the emails and the doc. And you said yes to it. Oh, yeah. So oh, I was wow. like, oh, OK, then if she wants to read <laughs> it. So oh, and I knew call. you read The Charm Offense. You're right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll give this to her. Which wow. now I want to read that though. It was it's really good, yeah. I wow. liked it. Wow. A success wow. all like around. Did instincts. anybody guess right? Well, I, I did. changed to Emily. Yeah, you knew right away for everyone. No offense. wait, was I the only one that was wrong? No, no, everyone was wrong. wrong. Everyone. And so was Kayla. No, I changed she changed. When we it. said official guesses, I said Emily. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. At the last second. Play it back. <laughs> I will <laughs> play it back. Oh, oh that's fun. fun. Wow. Okay, so we all liked time. it except for Kayla. <laughs> we all Again. Liked, we all loved it. Well, I really want to read anxious year. people, which is why I was being quiet, and because um, my mom loves that book. Like a lot of people love that yeah. book, and so, and I really want to read it. So I was just. Yeah, it, Libby was like consensus hold, of like holding onto the pillow, like right. yeah. She was an anxious was like, person listening yeah. to the <laughs> like DNA. It. Like no, I just I also didn't know like really what it was about. I posted so I a story listening. like talking about it because I have, in I, until that day I had never seen anybody on Bookstagram say that they didn't like that book, and mm. I also said that like I'm part of the problem because I don't post in my feed really about books that I didn't like so I'm like I don't want to spend my time on them mm. but which is also kind of why we don't talk about yeah. negative reviews on the podcast because it's just more fun to talk about a book that you loved right mm-hmm. but um yeah. I literally like all night my phone was blowing up with people saying they also didn't like it and I was like this oh. is so interesting to me like that there's equally probably a community of people that hated it as loved it so much but like that is weird. We're just like not talking about it. Yeah. So I'm here to represent <laughs> people who didn't like it. That's important. Yeah. That's funny. Good job. Oh, I love this episode. Yeah, no. so good. Do we do TBR? Yeah. What's on your guys's? Oh yeah. Post. Santa oh, well, I'll TBR. say I referenced in the beginning the Christmas thriller. Um, it's called The Family Game by Catherine Studman. Mm. Nice. Uh 
Au ka au. I want to read Breasts and Eggs by the same author. That I have that book. Oh. And also want to read it. Nice. Buddy read. Shout out. Nico Kawakami. Thank you, Becky, for choosing a good book on the You're sly. Welcome. It was very on the fly. I was the last person to s- submit my book choice. I know. I was like, when are we going to get them? I'm dying to get them. I know. I'm sorry. And Nicole was like, Becky, you're the last one. Pick a book. <laughs> and I was like, stressed. And honestly, I didn't. It sounds like I put a lot of thought, but that was like a 10 minute moment of like nice. digging around and being like, I got to pick something. Wow. So I'm glad it wow. stuck. So I'm predictable after all. <laughs> um, my On my TBR, not that anyone asked, is <laughs> The Circus Train by Amita Parika. I just got that book in the mail today. Yes, I chose it as my book of the month. So Woo-hoo. we'll see. What I have on my TBR is called <laughs> Milkman oh. by Anna Burns. Oh. I'm trying to. Du- I'm looking at my 22 stack, and I'm desperately trying to. Oh yeah, <laughs> I get those last left. ones in. Two. I guess we'll talk about it. Listen oh, to impressive. next week's episode yeah. if you want to hear how we did with that. Yeah. Or how we're doing in the beginning of December. Yeah. yeah. Because we're recording this in the very beginning of December, but two. That's really impressive. I had a a, a whole method. Ugh. I'll tell you Makes next sense. week. Wow. <laughs> can't, can't stay, wait tuned, stay tuned. I'm at the lazy library. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm at sleep, run, read, repeat. I'm at Becky in the bookshelves. I'm at K Red What, and you can find all of us at Books in the City Pod. Make sure you're following, subscribed, whatever it is you have to do on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Leave us a review. I haven't asked for that in a while. <laughs> Please <laughs> like you. How about it? <laughs> go back to the other Christmas episodes because they are crazy. Um, and go to booksinthecitypod.com for everything. Woo! Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Happy Santa, Secret Santa. Yeah, happy Santa season. <laughs> Bye.